When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Looking for a guaranteed mood booster? Listen to Meet Cute, the official source of romantic comedy podcasts. Every month, Meet Cute releases a brand new original rom-com that you can listen to on any podcast app. January's new series is Sidewalk Confidential. You'll time travel to New York City in the 1980s to follow a surly private detective and an overenthusiastic journalist working together to catch a sleazy two-timer. Get happy with rom-coms from Meet Cute on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch. And I'm Zareen Siddiqui. And today we are looking back at the year 2021, even though I think we'd all like to continue looking forward not looking back at the past two years, but this is what we're going to do. And we contemplated a few different ways to recap the year and sort of decided on our own categories of various moments and TV shows, things we consumed in 2021 that we are not over. Yes, I think what resonates with me the most is just seeing that meme that's everywhere that I'm, our brains are still trying to comprehend that 2019 was two years ago. So this feels like the easiest way to look back on 2021. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in I'm still in 2020 most of the time. So I don't I don't know where I've been. I don't know where I'm going. But um, because uh, the format of this episode is going to be a little bit different, we are going to do our not over it's a little bit differently today and how we're going to do it is sort of in the spirit of Spotify wrapped except Zareen is going to tell me what my year was like based on her perspective and then I'm going to tell Zareen what her year was like based on my perspective as a casual observer so Zareen let's hear it what do you have for me read me my 2021 whatever a retroactive horoscope is Okay. I do have to preface this by saying, obviously, your 2021, according to me, is also a lot of what you and I interacted about in 2021. So of course, this is this is it. It's a little biased and maybe a little bit skewed in certain aspects. But you know, um, I think it I think it'll still be pretty accurate, hopefully. Um, So the soundtrack to your year was, of course, courtesy of Robert Pickering Burnham, aka Mo Burnham. But look, I made you some content. I also learned, um, I always knew you were a Marvel fan, but I thought we both had agreed that the Olsen sister was the least interesting of them all. And then you betrayed me by being so into WandaVision and then also getting me into WandaVision, which I admittedly didn't finish, but I did watch three episodes of it and was actually very into it, which is always shocking for me and my brain personally. 
Um, I was going to say, we, I didn't remember, I don't recall you watching any of WandaVision, but I might be learning this for the first. I do. I did remember you watched three episodes of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I did. I did watch that as well. Um, that's also thanks to you. We also, I think, asked each other approximately 9,000 times when The weekend would take off his bandages and if he <laughs> lived on the edge. <laughs> Wait, I had The weekend and his bandages on my list and ended up not including it, so I'm glad you did. Um, the Edge, for those of you that are unfamiliar, is a 100 stories high glass observation deck in New York City where he performed at one award show and Becky and I forever just think of him on living on the edge now. I think that performance actually happened in 2020, but we did continue talking about it as he continued to perform in the bandages well into 2021, including at the Super Bowl. Well, yes, this, this was my next point was this was followed by the weekend performing at the Super Bowl and um, pop sugar search traffic being inundated with questions about his bandages, which you refer to as confused white backlash. <laughs> which well, a lot of the questions were just, who is this? Who is the weekend? What am I looking at? Who is this? It's like, what are these bandages? What is the weekend's real name? Where did the weekend come from? Where was he born? Um, which is always fun. Uh, we also discussed Promising Young Woman extensively, specifically the irony of all the quote-unquote nerds that were cast in the movie, only to be, uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, they're all horrible monsters. And both of us just having Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton stuck in our head for weeks and weeks and weeks after that. Or maybe that was just me. Um, you watched Operation Varsity Blues screeners and then <laughs> did a live Spark Notes reading for me, very eloquently breaking down the drama, which was super helpful because then when I watched it, I felt just more in the know of what was actually going on because there was a lot of confusion for me on what they actually did wrong. Um, Def- definitely not defining people. my own year by Operation Varsity Blues, but I'm glad to provide no, this no. um, The one thing I know you continue to do is also watch Riverdale, which absolutely guts me. But I did enjoy our exchange in regards to KJ Appa, who earlier this year was just shitting on Riverdale and saying, you know, how he is embarrassed to be on it or something. And we were both, we had this text exchange where basically you said, so sorry they made you dye your hair and cast you in the lead with zero talent. So hard for you and your million dollars. <laughs> still, still true. Still true. Still true. Um also, congrats to KJ Appa. He, he like recently welcomed a baby right, right after we talked. He did. Then he died on um, Riverdale, but I'm pretty sure he's coming back to life. Don't worry. Yeah. And and this is definitely not I, I would love to keep going. But in the spirit of saving some for the rest of the episode, I'll close it out with you wanted to consume more espresso martinis than you were able to. But I will help turn this around in 2022 as a personal goal of mine. <laughs> espresso martinis also comes up in mine. About you. <laughs> oh, great. Are you ready for your readings, Irene? That was very fun. Trip down memory lane. Yes, yes, I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, DJ, can we get Peaches by Justin Bieber playing no. faintly in the background as I read this to you? Because that's Serene's God, song no. of the year, of course. So the year 2021 was defined in two ways for Zarine. The first part of the year was defined as waiting for certified lover boy, and the second half of the year was defined as post certified lover boy. Not the wrong. new thing I learned about you this year, Zreen, that has nothing to do with pop culture, is that you refer to almond milk as creamer, as in, <laughs> I need to run to the store, I'm all out of creamer. 
which <laughs> was actually something she said to me while we were watching, I believe was the Billboard Music Awards or some award show, or she yes. ultimately missed her favorite act, I Bad mean, Bunny, because she was trying to buy creamer, which I thought was literally like those tiny little packets that you put in coffee. No, to be fair, it is something that you put in your coffee. It like gives the coffee the effect that you've put in creamer. I don't know. It still makes sense in my brain. Well, your favorite couple of the year, according to the amount you talked about them, was Adele and Rich Paul for reasons unknown. But every time anything about Adele came up, you were just like, you know, I just love her relationship with Rich Paul. And I was like, "Uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Zero background. Zero background. Cool, 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 cool. Um, The products that sponsored your year came from Telfar, Skims, and of course, Yeti. Serene serves all drinks in her home out of a Yeti. Cold wine, hot coffee, whatever it is, it's coming to you out of a Yeti. And it she stays influenced... the temperature it should. <laughs> we know you've influenced many people to buy Telfar bags and skims. Yes. Uh, the celebrity you most wanted to take to jail, in the metaphorical sense or maybe in the real sense, was Justin Timberlake. Uh, I think the Free Britney and for other reasons, uh, Justin Timberlake, anytime he did anything... It's not not really going that well for you. No. Your drinks of the year were espresso martinis and spa water, specifically cucumber water, which was not a thing that Uh, I knew you cared so much about until it came up many times when we interviewed Busy Phillips. And, you know, I never followed up on your journey for electrolytes. Um, The celebrity you most hated just because of nepotism, not just because of nepotism, but because of nepotism related was Kaya Gerber and then also Megan McCain, but that's not just because of nepotism. That's also because oh, yeah. of political views. <laughs> <laughs> Hate's also a strong word, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things I don't enjoy about either. Although Kaya Gerber is beautiful. I mean, you know, whatever. Your biggest disappointment of the year was the release of Chopo Chico's Hard Seltzer, which you Ugh. determined to yeah. not really live up to the hype. Yes. Your heartthrob of the year... Riz Ahmed, obviously. Yes, that is many, true. Many messages, photos, pictures of Riz Ahmed were sent to me from Zareen. <laughs> and finally, the historic pop culture moment, you're still not over. Based on the number of times you mentioned it to me this year, was Angelina Jolie kissing her brother at the Oscars? <laughs> I went back through our messages. I went back through our Instagram so many times. Did you send me articles about it, especially around the Oscars? Did you compare other things? This is just like the time Angelina Jolie kissed her brother. You definitely mentioned it on the podcast. So that's like in the all-time list of like old moments that you're thinking about that you're not over. That's got to be on there. God. Do you remember who I was comparing it to? I like think, and now I don't even remember who sparked that. Who didn't you compare it to, Zareen? I think there was something specific that happened that I was. I like, don't remember specifically. You, uh, you did. You messaged me. You also messaged me a lot of times about Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, but that was just from this year. God. Well, I feel like that's a pretty accurate depiction of my year. Yeah, that was some good times we had together. You know, I do remember also the time that we were fooled in the Super Bowl commercial, and we both felt uneasy due to the fact that we found Post Malone like slightly attractive, and we were kind of texting each other like what's wrong with my eyes does he look good oh yeah it was like no he's just in a suit sometimes you can just see past those face tattoos most of the time i can't though all right are we ready are we ready to get into the main event yes 
We are. For background, these categories were completely made up by us, but we are not aware of the answers that the other one has picked for each of these. So we've, we're going to take it five questions at a time. So do you want to take the first section? Like you'll read out the, the five categories and then for the second section, I'll go. You want to do that? Okay. Question number one, the 2021 moment movie or show that I'm pretending never happened. Okay. I thought about this one for a while. I had a few. My final answer for the thing I'm pretending never happened was me watching all of Love Island every episode (laughs) for a month after you convinced me and then abandoned me. I looked back on that was like, I don't know where I found the time. I don't know why I did that. I don't know that Rebecca Kirsch and she's not coming with me to 2022. We don't know that because if you got into the UK one, I think that would change. The US one is so awful. You did enjoy it for a little bit, but the the US version is just not as fun. They don't know how to be rude to each other the way that they should be. It's not as conniving. I don't know. UK just does it better. My honorable mention was when Zac Efron appeared to have plastic surgery when his chin was oh, too big no. and we never found out what God. actually happened, but I'm leaving that behind because I don't we never found out. We never found out what yeah. happened and I can't think about it anymore. That was a little bit jarring. Okay, my answer for this is sexy beasts on Netflix. Oh um, yeah. Because we had screeners of this and for some reason I watched a lot of it. And it was so bad. It was just it's something that I yeah, I just need to pretend it didn't happen because it was so cringy. And the show was like also it, in a weird way sped up like hyperspeed, which was sort of helpful because I was like, this is such garbage, like make it go by faster. But at the same time, I was also thinking to myself, why am I watching this? So that's my answer. Hmm. Okay. Number two, if I could only take one thing from 2021, it would be. So I wanted to have a more fun and creative answer to this, but it's got to be Britney Spears being released from her conservatorship. If there was only one thing that was going to continue on, I mean, and I I didn't even know I cared that much about this until it was all unfolding. And I'm not the biggest Britney Spears fan of all time, but this just really increasingly seemed dark. I couldn't believe how quickly it was resolved. I was happy how quickly it was resolved. I'm very interested to see what she does next, if she continues performing, if she starts doing interviews, what's going to go on. So that's the thing I would take. That's taking? a good one. That's uplifting. I mean, besides my COVID booster, I think for some reason I I really love. I know she wasn't in the news that much, but I I follow Kelly Rowland on Instagram very closely, and it feels like she's having some kind of major glow up, and like she just seems like she's thriving in her personal life. And I would just continue to take following her on Instagram into twenty twenty two because I find a lot of joy in following Kelly Rowland. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Number three, the 2021 topic I get most texts about. Well, I have two answers to this, which I know is sort of cheating, but whatever. I got the most texts from my mom about Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez when they were (laughs) breaking up, for sure. And from the world, I would say I got the most texts about the first episode of the Sex and the City reboot. Many, many, many texts over a 24-hour span. Wow, I was really expecting a lot more overlap there. I got the most texts about Alan V. Farrow. Oh, remember Alan okay. V. Farrow? Yes, yeah. I, um, yes. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Girardi. In that. I received zero texts <laughs> about that. Um, and then I got a lot of texts about Michael B. Jordan buying Hermes stock for Lori Harvey. 
weirdly well, enough. I only, I only talked to you about that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess more people are interested in my life for some reason about that, which I, I mean, know. I get a lot of texts about says. like the chat, the challenge, but, uh, you know, certain, yeah, certain pockets of yeah, uh, pop know. culture. Okay. I discovered this in 2021 and was so late, but I'm so happy about it. I really just want to read the list of things that you discovered in 2021 and you were so late, but you're what? so happy about like, <laughs> like your answer. If your answer is in succession, I don't know what it's going to be, but, um, Ah, it's Bo Burnham. For me, um, who I think a lot of people maybe our age didn't discover him till this year, but um, right before Inside came out, I was getting a lot of Bo Burnham TikTok sounds on my TikTok. Met a girl named Macy. I had sex with her all day, but she was dyslexic. So I ended up doing the YMCA. And I didn't know what they were coming from. And I was like, these songs are funny. Who Who is this person? And Um, you know, we talked about this in the Bo Burnham episode, but I did have friends who were recommending him to me for like five years and I was not really paying that close attention and, you know, blame it on COVID, blame it on whatever. But once, once I started learning about this person, I was like, I need to see every single thing this person's ever done. And then I did that. So, (laughs) uh, that's definitely the person I was late to. And now he probably won't create any content for us for five more years. And now I'm just going to sit here and wait for it. Mm, That sounds lovely. Um, well, weirdly enough, my answer was not succession. What? It I know. My answer was Ted Lasso. Ew. Sorry. Like, it just what? made me like I feel like I'm happy about it because it was a lighthearted, like fun show. You like, love Ted Lasso more than Succession? No way. No, and you this just is not a competition. Ted Lasso last week. No. Also, this is not a competition of what I love the most. Ted Lasso is definitely not at the top of my list of the shows that I'm obsessed with. But it's like the thing that I'm like happiest about giving a chance, I guess, in 2021, because I was like, this looks stupid. I'm never going to watch it. And then I watched it and I was so into it. And I was like, why do I care so much about Roy Kent? And here I am. Biggest Roy Kent fan ever. So I don't know. I just feel like for the number of texts I had to receive about like what was happening on like season one, episode four of Succession, then was like, no spoilers. Don't say anything. I thought I watched it was like two months ago, wasn't it? I don't remember. We can go back into the archives, but I I feel like you did not wait a year for those new episodes of Succession. Or maybe, you know what? You watched it kind of slow and then you sped up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. It's not Survivor? No. Fans versus favorites? No spoilers. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Last but not least, the best thing that I recommended to you in 2021. Well, we've already discussed that it's not Love Island. Um, <laughs> the best thing you recommended to me this year comes from your favorite heartthrob of the year, Riz Ahmed, and it was The Sound of Metal. We talked about Promising mm-hmm. Young Woman. We both enjoyed that movie, and I, I had seen Riz Ahmed in things and, and enjoyed him in the things I'd seen him in, but this um, really solidified him for me and made me want to go back and watch some of the things I missed. Mm. Thanks, Serena. The best thing You're welcome. The best thing that you recommended to me was Promising Young Woman, <laughs> which you just mentioned. <laughs> I felt like when I saw the trailer, favorites. I saw, yeah, when I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, what is this movie even about? I don't get it. And then immediately, like, after I watched the trailer for it, you texted me and was like, I paid $20 for this and it's worth it. And I was <laughs> like, if she's paying money for this, I have to watch it. <laughs> I know. I think, well, you know, I did pay $20 to see the Kings of Staten Island last year, but that was at the beginning of COVID. But it takes a lot for me. It was to- a different time. <laughs> to really throw the money down but um yeah that was all the way back in the beginning of the year yeah helping each other started off right pre-vaccine still in quarantine hence willing to pay twenty dollars all right let's take 
a break. And when we come back, we'll do another round. We're back. These questions are totally random. Otherwise, if we were smarter, we would have grouped them by some sort of defining category, but we didn't. So now I will play the host. All right, you ready? Yes. What trend did you go along with in 2021 just to get in on the hype? Okay, well, not to bring up this again, but I do have to say Survivor. (laughs) I know we've been over this, but... That was not even a trend of 2021. I mean, there's still a season on, like, there was just a recent season. You watched, like, the three-hour finale. What are you talking about? You are a part of this trend. But I wouldn't define Survivor as a 2021 trend. That's a trend from, like, 2099. It's a trend that I got on in 2021, and I feel like it counts because I... I, After 40 seasons, Zareen finally succumbed to the trend. Well, I didn't realize I did not believe or get the hype, and now I'm a believer. Trump spoken. But... No, seriously, I have never been more into like a reality show than I've been into Survivor, which is like so what? bizarre for me. Is that true? I'm not, I'm not really into reality like competition oh, shows. Competition. And sur- you're not, you're not comparing it to like Real Housewives. No, no, yeah. Well, to me, I'm like, eh, I don't like competition shows. I prefer just people being chaotic in everyday lives. But with Survivor, it's totally different. Where I'm obsessed with watching these people. The social game, the strategy, I'm like all in. I've never been more all in on anything, I think. So I'm very, very into Survivor. Wow. Yeah. All right. I had two. Um, The first one was Olivia Rodrigo's Sour album, which the first time I listened to, I was like, I'm too old for this. Like 17-year-old Becky would have loved this, but I don't think I can do it. And then fast forward to like my Spotify wrapped and it was all over it. So... (laughs) <laughs> I, I really succumbed to those um, angsty emo uh, songs. I played one of them for my niece and nephew, and they were like, why is this girl so weird and so mad? So maybe <laughs> I should keep that one just to myself. The other one, I mean, first of all, this is basically my whole life. Like, do I have to watch this? Because the rest of the world is watching this. And eventually, I, if the FOMO is so bad, I will succumb to it. And Squid Game was definitely that for me. I was yeah. fully like, I'm not watching this. I'm not doing it. I mean, I'm also watching Hawkeye, but there, there, hasn't even, there hasn't even been any FOMO. I can't explain that one. But um, I don't regret watching a Squid Game, but I don't feel like if you didn't watch it, you need to watch it. Fair. Watch the first episode. You'll get all you need. Okay. The next question. Zareen, what's the 2021 headline you still won't be over in 2031? Okay, this is a little bit, maybe you missed this one, but for some reason, I could not stop thinking. This was like immediately the first thing that came into my mind. Was Anne Hathaway hating her own name and she prefers to be called Annie instead of Anne? I just found that to be like a grown man being like, please don't call me John, call me Johnny. And I just, there's something that feels so wrong about it. It's just the weirdest headline to me. I don't understand it at all. So this one... I remember when this happened and it was weird to me because I've known this for years that she actually went by Annie. Like that's like, it's like how, if I was a SAG member, my SAG name would probably be Rebecca Kirsch. But if we were on the set, everyone would call me Becky. And then in interviews, they'd be like Rebecca Kirsch. And I'd be like, Oh, it's so weird. No one actually calls me Rebecca. Everyone calls me Becky. But like, 
Catherine Heigl has this too. It's like they all refer to her as Katie Heigl and like the other celebrities refer to her as Annie. So I don't remember why this came up, but I always knew this. Um, Well, I went for a more obvious answer, but I went with the New York Times headline, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together and we can't look away because that really defines how I felt about this entire thing, how I still feel about it. Even when there's new pictures, I'm like, oh my God, it's still happening. Can you believe it? Now Jennifer Lopez feels the need to comment on those Jennifer Garner comments. I hope this never ends. I'm sure it will. I, it probably would be over by the end of 2022, but I love it. I want to take this with me everywhere, too. It'll be over when he gets his next bizarre tattoo. Maybe on his forehead. Oh, my God. Time. I should have put that <laughs> in your wrapped. Actually, that's the thing you bring up the most. Ben Affleck's tattoo. Everyone his dragon has tattoo. Tattoos. Everyone has tattoos. No, his is like extreme. That is an extreme tattoo. It's not just like a, a casual tattoo you go get after divorce. This is like, I need help. Something is wrong. Pay attention to me, tattoo. Well, he's getting the attention. <laughs> Moving true. on. Serene, what's the most 2021 thing to happen in 2021? Um, this for me would have to be Demi Lovato uh, being offended on behalf of aliens. I think there's just nothing that encompasses the last year for me more than that well i went for a darker uh answer and maybe recency bias is coming into play but sex in the city killing off mr big then peloton responding immediately with a parody ad then peloton having to pull that ad days later because chris noth was accused of sexual assault to me, is the most 2021 thing to happen in 2021. It has reboots. It has the Peloton. It has men being disgusting and being accused of things. <laughs> and therefore, that is the most 2021 thing. And also, like, Ryan Reynolds was somehow involved. Also very 2021. It's his ad agency that did it. No, I know. But I meant that also adds to the... Like, he's not really... He's not involved in the gross parts, but... Uh, no, 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 no. Oof. No, but that is... That's a good one. And gross. Okay, Zareen. This one's a little bit touchy. What's the show you still didn't watch in 2021, despite me telling you to? You can just list them all. Feel free. Go okay. Ahead. Yes, I know there are a few, but I think the top of the list is obviously sex education. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, the very last episode of Mr. Robot. Oh, Mr. Robot. How dare you bring that up? I have forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, God, I think Mr. those are that. Okay. I think well, that would be the top. I don't know if I still have an answer to this because um, Happy New Year. I watched the first episode of Dave. Hi, I'm Dave. <gasps> oh, my God, you did? Well, I watched the first 10 minutes. Okay. And then I got distracted by something else, but I watched the first 10 minutes of Dave. It seemed interesting. I'll probably continue. Um, I did not, still haven't watched Narcos. You didn't, haven't really, you kind of gave up trying to make me watch Narcos, but. I, feel I like just that's realized still... that's not your thing. You know, there's certain things that I feel like I can I can get you on board. And there's other things that I'm like, I just got to stop. This isn't worth it. Also, she's just not into it. And that's okay. Is that like, I, I is that a thinly failed PSA that you want me to stop trying to get you to watch stuff? Because I still believe you're going to love sex education. No, that's not me wanting you to t- stop pressing sex education because I think you're probably right about sex education. I think there's various genres of TV shows and certain things that I think we both know we're not into. And I mean, I okay. would have put Survivor on that list, but here we are. I know. Well, yeah, I don't like competition shows. So, but that's, you know, you things can change. But Narcos, for, eh. 
I also didn't love the last season of Narcos, so that also has a lot to do with it. I did like the last episode of Mr. Robot. Okay, so <laughs> now to close out this section, Serene, what topic do you feel like you and I most discussed in 2021, but the discussions never made it to the podcast? Okay, this, I think we dropped in like shady comments every once in a while, but we didn't fully discuss it. And for me, it is no uh, none other than the Army Hammer news. We, oh, I, wait. <laughs> Maybe that's true. We just like casually were like, mm, keep away from Army Hammer and like weird comments. I did go back and listen to a few episodes where I'm like, I think we talked about him, but then it's just us making rude comments and moving right along because we actually didn't want to touch it. <laughs> yeah, that's its fair. Entirety. So that's fair. There were a lot of text exchanges about and also me asking a lot of questions and you giving me thorough articles about what exactly the allegations were. Oh, you know were. what? I also I also could file that under uh, text I received. I received a lot of texts about explaining. I, that was so long ago that I found a lot of people were did ask me, like, what's happening here? He's a cannibal. Okay, well, my yeah. answer had 100% less cannibalism, but it was John Krasinski's wardrobe, oh, which yeah. you and I are both big fans of John Krasinski, and he did a little press tour at the beginning of the year when A Quiet Place 2 came out and his outfits specifically just... a sweater sparked this. I remember that sweater where you sent me a picture and you were just like, who did this? It was to on him? Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I just feel like his clothes never fit right. He's trying. And I say this all out of love. I just want him to look more comfortable in his clothes than he looks. Yeah. And you know, this the saddest part for me in all of this is that the person that's his stylist is actually also a stylist to Rami Malek and does a lot of Chris Hemsworth and is a great stylist. I feel like she nails it for all no, of them. Isn't she also like Donald Glover's stylist? Yes. She does a lot of red carpet for Ronald, Donald Glover as well. But for some reason, man, John Krasinski, I don't know if he's giving too much feedback to her. That's what it seems like because it seems like the rest of them don't give pushback and she knows what she's doing. And John Krasinski is out here giving like, I would love more patterns or something. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what's no, I happening. just want to see him in like less notable in a good way outfits. So Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think if she can make Chris Hemsworth wear like a velvet suit and it somehow look subtle, like this woman can do anything if John Krasinski would just let her. It seems like he's not letting her. Well, either way, nothing hearing. but love. But yeah, Serene and I have exchanged a lot of messages about about that sometimes we go into dark holes and then we just like find other pictures uh <laughs> let's take another break and when we come back we will do our last round of 2021 not over okay becky are you ready here we go unfortunately i am because i really hate my answer for the next one Okay, a word I wish I didn't learn in 2021. Okay, I really, I thought about this one a lot, and I know the inspiration for this was Chugi, which I assume is going to be your answer, and I didn't want to also pick Chugi. And I, I don't necessarily know that this is a 2021-ish word, but it's something I was not aware of until TikTok presented it to me. And I'm not going to explain what it is because it's, too much but the word is soaking what yeah I, you have don't, to explain why it. are you acting like you don't know what it is i told you what it is you already forgot you did already soaking forgot. it's something that people who can't 
have sex before marriage because of religious reasons uh, participate. Oh, in. oh, oh, God. Yes. OK. Yeah. I that's, as, that's as much as I'm going to say about that. And I really didn't want that to be my answer, but I couldn't think of anything else. And it, it was too much. And it, it is the word I wish I didn't learn. Um, my answer was, is chewy because that is what the inspiration was for this question. But I actually put more of like a phrase of like, I wish I didn't learn not because I hate it just because I don't really get it because I wasn't following along with this TikTok trend was the the no bones day. Good morning everyone and welcome back to yet another round of no bones. Which I know you explained to me thoroughly but the other day one of my friends was like texting me about something she was like it's really a no bones day and I'm like let's get I want to get past this now I don't want to hear it anymore. I mean it's pretty chuggy of her to still be talking about no bones day. (laughs) Oh I see what you did there. Okay, someone you wish you were never exposed to in 2021. So I couldn't think of a new, like a brand new exposure. So I went a little more Mm -hmm. specific into what I thought about. What are things from 2021 I wish I could unsee? And I went with Machine Gun Kelly's black tongue at the Billboard Music Awards. Uh. When he died, his tongue black. That's That's what I wish I was never exposed to. That's awful. No, I agree with that one. Um, so I have like a, a two-part answer because A, this continues to be John Cena for me every year. <laughs> I, I also hate John Cena. <laughs> Every commercial, he's just everywhere. It feels like he just, and it's always like he's in some Super Bowl commercial. So I feel like my year starts off with like too much John Cena off the bat. Um, but I think in general, the Kourtney Kardashian-Travis Barker relationship. Mm for me it was has been an overwhelming experience i don't want to be a part of anymore i would like it to end Mm-mm. it doesn't seem like it's going to end anytime soon so you know it's not it's not something i love and i wish i was never exposed to fair okay your favorite celebrity duo press tour of 2021 yes this question is inspired by those many many viral videos that we watch when celebrities team up my favorite was Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet promoting Dune. First of all, all the Cute. fashion moments were amazing because, yes. as we've talked about, Zendaya is flawless every single time, thanks to her amazing stylist and to her. Timothy Chalamet also has great style. I just liked seeing them together. But also the interviews that they did together, they had a really cute uh, friendship and particularly there's this clip that went viral where they're taking I think a BuzzFeed quiz and it's something about what they want to be when they grow up and I think Timmy has this very impassioned answer that he wanted to be a sports star and after Zendaya just looks at him and says okay my genre of dream is sports star swish okay like he's doing the most <laughs> it's really funny if you haven't seen it check it out Um, I look forward to this being an annual or every other year event as more dunes come out oh that's true they're cute together i enjoy watching them interact um my favorite was probably watching selma hayek and kamel nanjiani on kimmel um talking about his fear of horses while filming eternals and i think it was just cute because selma hayek is like explaining what was going on during the filming of this scene and, and he was like looking really action hero Oh, when it was time to get on the horse or do the dance, it, we were back to all good. Like, oh, my God, I cannot do this dance. How am I going to pull it off? They're an unlikely duo, and I like seeing them together. I felt like it was really funny and endearing. So that has to be missed mine. missed that one. I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the thing I spent the most time explaining to friends and family. Well, 
as I just uh, previewed, I definitely spent a lot of time explaining whether or not Army Hammer was was a cannibal or was not a cannibal, uh, what what he actually did. Um, but I also spent quite a bit of time, especially explaining to my friends why the re-release of Red was such a big deal. What did Jake Gyllenhaal do to Taylor Swift? What is happening in All Too Well and breaking it all down? And some people missed all of it. So that was sort of a lengthy conversation with a lot of twists and turns. I think this might be one of our only overlaps um, or someone, I guess, because mine is definitely Army Hammer. <laughs> my specifically, my mother was very confused as to Army Hammer had been eating people um, like she was like, he's hiring prostitutes and eating them and no one knew. And I was like, no, that's not. <laughs> Yikes. No, no. Yeah. So that's definitely what I spent like the most time explaining. Okay. Last but not least, something that happened in 2021 that's making us look forward to 2022. So I really wanted to have a deep answer for this one. (laughs) And I don't. I mean, like, the Omicron variant is raging. It seems like it's hard to look forward to anything in 2022. I don't really, like, look forward to award season every year, but... uh, I thought Andrew Garfield was amazing in Tick, Tick, Boom, and I hope they give him all the Oscars. And I love Andrew Garfield, and this is a very predictable answer, but I look forward to seeing him all award season long, and I hope he wins. This is the life of bo- 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 Bohemia. <laughs> oh, see, I kind of took this uh, question as, because this thing happened, I want to leave it in the past, and now I just want to move on to the video. Oh, year, I so. saw it as because this thing happened, it's a... Um, we're gonna take it and make it like he was in this movie and now that's making me look forward to 2022 but maybe that's speaking to where we are mentally see what you're saying i thought of (laughs) i was thinking of the thing we're gonna leave behind yeah yeah so for me it's um the news that noah centineo is being cast in the GameStop stock movie is like get me away from here and take me to 2022 because hopefully this production is shut down because of omicron and it never happens (laughs) and like it'll keep getting delayed um is what is the thing that really i'm just like no 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 okay well in lieu of a burning question this episode i think we both can close out with the one thing that we're not over in 2021 becky what was yours it was a tie okay and i already talked about both of them so this is boring but Oh, no. Benifer, I'm not over Benifer. I didn't even care that much about them before, but love is real and <laughs> I'm not over it. And the one thing I watched this year that I'm not over, if I haven't told told you to watch it, and uh, my friend Amanda still refuses to listen to it, and Amanda loves when I shout her out the podcast. So Amanda, this is my plea for you for 2022. Please watch Inside by Bo Burnham. Amanda, you haven't watched it? Amanda, what are you doing? Um... Okay, mine is also a tie between two things. Number one is the fact that Riz Ahmed did not win the Aww. Oscar for Sound of Metal and lost to Anthony Hopkins. I forgot about that. Which is also a respectable actor. It's just like, dude, come on. Doesn't he have enough? He has enough. Um, and the other thing is Mia Farrow using Twitter like Google asking for recommendations <laughs> on how to make the best coffee. <laughs> I feel like that brought me a lot of joy. Um, I can read the tweet to you because it was amazing. I'm researching how to make the best coffee. Consensus is pods, but they are no good and irresponsible, some say. Grinding beans 
and drop through the filter. Others say French press, all suggestions welcome. The top answers to these were obviously French press and Chemex, um, to which she also followed up on how do I grind the beans? Classic. Classic. All right. Well, to close this out, why don't we play a song that was pretty big in 2021? DJ play Save Your Tears by The Weeknd. Not Over It is hosted and produced by Becky Kirsch and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Felt. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Allison Noel and Lisa Sugar. Have something to share? Tell us the moments you're not over by emailing us at notoverit at popsugar.com. Thanks for listening. Looking for a guaranteed mood booster? Listen to Meet Cute, the official source of romantic comedy podcasts. Every month, Meet Cute releases a brand new original rom-com that you can listen to on any podcast app. January's new series is Sidewalk Confidential. You'll time travel to New York City in the 1980s to follow a surly private detective and an over-enthusiastic journalist working together to catch a sleazy two-timer. Get happy with rom-coms from Meet Cute on your favorite podcast app.